welcome to episode 118 of Three Fans of the Pod. And can I just say what a glorious Friday it is? Well, I retain this Sunday. I'm still Fuel Three Fans of the Pod champion. Boom! And I'm going Boom. to lower this time. Which lower this child's belt over my competition. Boo! Boo! I just say this episode starting off so great. You know, yeah. me as champion, Gris. Just, it can't help but be a great episode. Because I am here. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a little fucking much, man. Well, ladies, you know my first question always and forever. <laughs> what are we drinking this evening? Well. <laughs> as, your, as your queen bee, I am drinking a space dust. How do you say that? Elysium. It's Elysium? That's what I thought. I just wasn't sure. This one. Mm. It looks cool. I think it's Elysium. Is it Elysium? That's what I say, but I didn't want to say it being wrong. Elysium. That makes sense. I think so. Yes, it's Elysium. Yeah. All the grammar rules make sense. (laughs) Oh, it's all the grammar rules. Phonetically, it checks out. Yeah, phonetically, it all checks out. (laughs) But yes, I'm drinking that. It's good. Yes. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm drinking a Yingling traditional lager because free beer. Had a friend bring some couple of six packs over to the new house this week, so figured I'd come share the wealth because right. <laughs> John does not drink beer. So you still imagine you push it across the counter and you're like, yeah. <laughs> like no, 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 no. <laughs> you return, <laughs> you return, you take back. <laughs> no, no, I no, I no drink. I love you. I clean. I clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the killer call the coolest cat always sit at the goddamn table. And just to remind you one more time, your cards three pens in a pot chip. And I'm drinking, I literally have three different beers lined up in front of me. I've got a Bud Light, a Bold Rock, and one of those three Yinglings. I'll be drinking all of that as well as a shot of Evan Williams, please. I'm a champion, and I drink sugar <laughs> I guess you do. I guess you do, because you're a shitty champion. Hey, how many times have you voted this year? Not a lot, but I have. That's all I gotta say for myself, and that's fine. <laughs> it's happened, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> so, there. Alright, well, sashaying right along. We have a little bit of wrestling news. Turns out that Luke Harper apparently has signed a deal with AEW. And apparently they're reporting that he's already got a de- debut. Debut. A debut. A debut. A debut. I'm sure Christian will debut. Apparently his debut is expected to be on the March 18th episode of Dynamite. The event will oh. take place in his hometown of Rochester. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, his... WWE non-compete clause expires on February 12th. Right. There and there were two other superstars. And I can't remember who else. Shit. And also he's expected to go back to his old indie name, Brody Lee. Yeah. Because he looks like Jason Lee. He does. If you look at his face, like, he looks like Jason Lee, who played Brody in Mallrats. He does. Like, once you actually get to the face... And I think part of that's where that came from, the name Brody Lee. If I remember, uh, it seems like I remember hearing that somewhere. But 
yeah, when I they were talking about this on Wrestle Talk this week, and they mentioned two other wrestlers who's who had been released whose ninety days were up, but I don't know that they know that they knew when they were talking about it where these two other two were going. I can't remember. I'll see if I. That looks like we got a lot of free agents getting ready to enter the field, so it should be interesting. It should be. Also, yes. there was one other piece of news. Uh, Sam Guevara tried to invade the Rumble in a little toy tank. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. right. God. Uh, I have to say, nothing's ever going to beat on Being the Elite, which is the Elite's YouTube page, where they kind of have like a storyline going. But they invaded a Royal Rumble in a limo, and it was way better. It was a way better parody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they had a and they were like, give me my friends back. Give me my friends At the time, Cody had to go by Cody Runnels, because... Vince McMahon trademarked the name. name. Right? Yeah, so he couldn't even use. <laughs> he was like, Give me my name back. <laughs> Give me my name. <laughs> it was so great. At the end, Cody Rhodes gives the speech from Independence Day. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, so the other the other ones were Sin Cara and the Ascension. They had their releases on the same day as Harper, and yes. also upcoming releases. Well, upcoming expiring contra- contracts. Matt Hardy and the Revival. Have it, contracts expiring in the next few months. I think Matt Hardy will go to AEW. I think he will too. So he can do all the lawnmower things that he his heart desires. I mean, don't we need more of that in wrestling? That's <laughs> yeah. Final deletion. <laughs> I miss those days, guys. Mm. <laughs> Trying to not be like. Cut it out. Fuck. Technology. Fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Apparently. Luke Harper also um, appeared at a Corpus Christi Ice Rays game for Pro Wrestling Night, and there's a picture of him showing off his Ice Rays jersey alongside Sammy Guevara. So. Exciting. Because um, there was also rumor of them making, possibly making him the leader of the Dark Order. I mean, not possibly, that, that rumoring that it could, yeah. that's one di- direction they could go with him. I'd be okay with that, but at the same time, I would rather him just be completely like, I, I would want him to just, I don't want, yeah, I don't want them to have something lined up for him. I want him, I want to see what he comes up with and who he is on his own. Like, I don't want him to be put with the group, especially right off the bat, just because most of his family in WWE came from the Wyatt family. Yeah. Like, he barely got a singles run. Yeah. Which is... Barely. Really Which, to be honest, and he really should have had some yeah. momentum, because uh, it was right when Bray got the Universal... Or not, the uh, WWE Championship mm-hmm. years back at the Elimination Chamber, and him and Luke Harper had the falling out. I feel like everyone was like, Oh, shit. Yes. You have the Carver take the bit off of him. And the Randy Channel one. Yeah. The fucking Al God. And then we have that. <laughs> Giant waste of time. Uh, and money. Um, but yeah, it'd be exciting to see what he does. I feel like, I mean, I'm definitely, I feel like he should be some kind of brawler. I mean, because of his size and just his look. I would be very... I can maybe deal with him being paired with someone else, but I would like the idea no. for some reason of him and John Moxley together. I want him to yeah start out with a good singles yeah run for like a few eventually, like, like, yeah eventually the two of them pair up that would be awesome. Right. Former Shield for, former Wyatt family. <laughs> oh 
Like Romeo and Juliet wrestling. We're watching these. Yes. I like it. So, uh, moving right along, uh, something I felt actually wasn't a waste of time money. This is Rumble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know what else was not a waste of time at all? Was NXT and NXT UK's World Collide, Worlds Collide. Did you guys watch it? I actually did not get a chance. I ended up watching it Sunday morning, like kind of early. Um... I started watching. I was waiting for the podcast. Did, getting Angel ready Garza, to like they debuted the new two hundred five live belt, uh-huh. and then like he got to like present it. He had it for like not even a day. Yeah. And then he lost it. <laughs> and then Jordan Devlin. Uh, yes. Jordan Devlin, man, that place lit up when he He's when he won. Man. And Finn Balor yeah. trained him, and that's when uh Finn Balor did uh, but one night stand, if you will, in uh NXT UK. What was it? it was the first one um. The pay per view. I don't remember which NXT takeover it was, but yeah. it was the first one he fought him, and it was like TJ Pursuit and Finn won. Well, they had the Finn. Um, oh yeah, Finn won his match. What? Which one was first? I don't remember. It was either the. I think it might have been the Fatal Four Way, and Jordan Devlin won, and then Finn Balor won his. And I was like, oh, the Irish are two for two. <laughs> like, <laughs> are there any other like Irish folks on this show on this card? Because they're probably gonna win. It didn't go that way. Um, but the four on four Imperium and uh, Undisputed Era, so fucking good. And honestly, if you just go, if you just go on there, if you don't watch anything else, just watch the opening of the show, because they do this black and white montage with Winston Churchill's oh, wow. speech playing over it. And it's so fucking well put together. That sounds like pretty good. Good. Winston Churchill by himself in such a great order. That yes. like, in general, like putting him with any sort of motivational, like get fucking ready. You're like, yeah. And so right before the last line of the speech, all the graphics cut to color, and the theme song, which is fucking hard and heavy, starts playing. And then right at the end of it, Churchill gives his last line of the speech, and that's like the the opening credits for the show. And it's fucking awesome. Actually, well, as soon as it was over, I hit play again so I could watch the beginning again. And, sh- <laughs> and, wa- and show it to John because he was still asleep when I started watching it. And I was like, you have to see this. So well put together. I was so impressed. And the show itself was just fucking awesome. The one thing you have to say, though, about WWE is their goddamn production value. Yes! But no, like, there are, like, video packages. They, like, yeah. They're they're actually, they, uh, sometimes they're better than the actual feud. Oh, or right. The matches you you, you <laughs> watch it and you're like, oh, shit, I can get excited about this feud, but then I remember that your fucking actual wrestling is shit. Yes. <laughs> so that takes away a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but if you have, like, five minutes to just guys. watch that, <laughs> to just watch that beginning, well worth it, and also that four-on-four match was amazing. Well, all, like I said, all the matches on the card were awesome. Um, but that four on four was so good, Ooh, so good. And Walter, I think, ended up getting the pin on Bobby yeah, Fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bobby Fish arranged me sometimes. I'm so happy he's healthy, but like sometimes I'm like, he had a tweak, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Jim Cornette lately, <laughs> and anytime somebody brings up Bobby Fish, he's like, he's like, man, that guy's a fucking freak. He's <laughs> just like talks about how str- I like, I don't know, just how well he seems to be doing <laughs> despite things that he back things to him. Like, that guy's a fucking freak. Um, anyway, World's Collide, if you have 
chance to go back and watch it this weekend. I would definitely give it a go. Because it's NXT, you know they deliver. Oh. NXT and NXT UK. Jesus. <laughs> NXT and NXT Junior. Yes. <laughs> NXT and foreign NXT. Um, but yeah, the Rumble. Wow. I was surprised. I'm not gonna, I mean, I, I feel like we're all jacked anyways because it's the Rumble. Like, even if it's gonna be a shitty Rumble going into it, you're going to be You're just super excited. Yeah. You're gonna be excited. Um, so, kickoff show, uh, match actually starts off with Sheamus and Shorty G, which mm-hmm. I thought everyone thought would kind of be a boring match, and I think everyone thought it was actually a really good match. Um, Sheamus. That's all I gotta say. Sheamus. Seamus. That's all. Yes. No, I, I honestly. Oh man, that picture. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit! Yes. Right. I, that. You God. Know, I know. We yes. We know. Sure. Picture. Excuse me. I'll wipe. Just wiping my chin here. Just wiping my my drools. <laughs> my dribbles. Okay. Dribbles and drools. Bro. But I think, uh, I mean, Sheamus is a little bit more of a seasoned wrestler, but I feel like Shorty G should get some credit here, too. <laughs> she's being extra sleepy over there. Yeah, yeah. And she's bringing me down with I'm her. trying to scratch and she's <laughs> trying to zoom in, scratch, and sniff on a Sheamus picture. <laughs> Not working. <laughs> I can't work in the DC. <laughs> <laughs> Where's HR? I've been sexually harassed. I feel harassed. <laughs> Look, it's a thumb wrestling with his thumb. <laughs> so it's technically thumb wrestling. A thumb wrestling. <laughs> it's thumb thumb wrestling. Thumb thumb wrestling. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God, God this phone's smart. <laughs> and, then, and then I switched to the next picture and he was looking and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God, look at his head. It's the exact shape of a fucking thumb. It has a little tip at the end, and it it. looks... Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. He should be just willing to drop a nail over his face. (laughs) 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 I mean, it's so easy. And I feel like... It's just a perfect... (laughs) perfect. You'd be like, oh, shit. That's all I had to do. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) This was a great match for both these guys. Love to see Sheamus back. Shree G did really good, and... Be honest, I wish they would give him a little bit something more serious than being Shorty G. Right. It's a little bit of a... He's a, he's a, he's a fantastic technical oh, wrestler. Yes. It's this fucking gimmick that's dragging him down. And then before, he was stuck in a tag team with Jason Jordan. Which American Outfacts were the I don't know. No, they weren't. But why didn't they just go with fucking Chad Gable being Kurt Angle's son? They really it made more have. sense. He looks just like him. Not yeah. even that, but... Jason Jordan wasn't ready for that. Jay- um, <laughs> potentially unpopular um, opinion, but Jason Jordan did not belong. He didn't belong. I think he's a very sound wrestler, but I just think from the two guys where you push them out on their own little pretty legs, Jason Jordan <laughs> crumbled when you had the help of someone like Kurt Angle. I'm not saying Kurt Angle's the best at cutting promos, but he can do a decent job. Yeah. And you're the one bringing those promos down, whereas Chad Gable was forced to stand on his own because he took his tag team partner away and was like, you're going to this ridiculous storyline. He stood and did well. Well, and then they put, they put Chad Gable with Bobby Roode. 
and then what happened? Like then all of a sudden, like it was no more. <laughs> like I don't, I didn't understand. I feel like almost everything they've given him, he's made work at least on his end. Yeah, and yeah. He, he I feel like stupid shit. yeah, he yeah he he really tries hard to make a silk purse out of a satin beer. Yeah, like the dude's putting in the to work. To put it suddenly. <laughs> yeah. Give him some, but it was a really great he match. Uh, she was obviously getting the win. But showing G the counters he had. I don't feel like that. They're like they're getting yeah. beat up and then all of a sudden they're like epic counters here. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might be he might win now. And then uh, okay. also on the pre-show we had the US championship on the line, uh Humberto Carrillo. 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 Captain Dimples. Captain Dimples. AKA Captain Dimples. <laughs> That's his nickname now. Um, yeah, against uh, the like Andrade. He looks like Dominic. See, and almost the shit of me. It's weird, isn't it? And like when he popped up out of the crowd to help Ray. Yeah, I thought it was like something. Oh, no. Oh, it's no. <laughs> the one with the longer they have the same hair. haircut? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Ugh, anyway. I feel like the way they shot it, you couldn't see the legs. You really didn't know how tall the person was. Right. And I think uh, Ray Mysterio's son, Dominic's a bit shorter <laughs> than Humber, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to look up his height because uh, I'm curious now. Yeah, I'm curious. This was another really, really great match, to be honest. I think both of these matches shouldn't have been on the pre-show. I think there's a certain match that haven't been that shouldn't have been on the pre-show. It wasn't. But I don't know which one I would move. Like, I don't know which one I would switch with another match. Besides the Bailey-Lisey Evans match. Yeah. Oh, so Dominic is six feet tall and Humberto is listed as six one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, it, Dominic's quite a bit taller than... Ray. Not that Ray is tall. Yeah, because Ray's, yeah, 5'6", so he's got, like, half a foot on his dad. Anyway. Sorry. Wasn't purposely trying to derail us again. But, uh, Andrade ends up, uh, rotating. And then, so, over to the main card... Show kicks off with a false county where back with Roman Reigns and King Corbett. And this was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. No. Strangely. Yeah, I felt like going into this, I kind of wanted to hit this match. Mm-hmm. By God, I didn't. <laughs> well, it's just like, just by seeing who's in it, look, you kind of want to hate it. Although, and we all picked, we all went with Reigns. Um, but deep down, I was kind of, was kind of hoping Corbin would win. I don't know. Just... So Reigns wouldn't win? <laughs> that makes sense? I don't know. There were a couple of interesting spots in this. There was a whole thing where uh, Roman Reigns put Corbin in the porta potty, which had wheels. And everyone's like, they always have wheels. That's why they're called a porta potty. And I was like, no. They don't, no. Because if you were taking a shit and that thing rolled away, we'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I was so confused when they actually like, tip it over with Roman or with uh, Baron Corbin inside. He comes out completely dry. Yeah. And I understand that that's probably a prop quote, but you could have had some water in there with blue dye or something like that to at least make it look like you got well, wet. And like, they, didn't they do that when Kevin Owens was in it? 
I remember think so. Bra- was it Braun Strowman that put Kevin Owens yeah. in the porta potty, duct taped it shut or something? Yeah. And shoved it off of the ramp or something. I think what that used in you think that was duct tape. But I think that when he came back into the arena, I thought he had some blue stuff on him. But it could have been, you know, whatever, like. But yeah, I mean, obviously it's not Come stand like, in this thing, water, and I'm gonna, yeah, you know, splash you with some stuff. But. You just go completely drunk. I know it's such a tiny, minute detail, but it yeah. matters. It well, matters. In something like that, it does. When it's a porta potty. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, I could see if you put him in a dumpster, because maybe there wasn't much stuff in the dumpster. I don't know. Yeah. And shit's not going to totally stick to you to brush it off, but not blue dyed toilet water. Uh, the matches are being favorite. They were in um, Minute Maid Park. Yeah. And uh, it's a baseball field, don't know. And they had the dugouts still there, so the match ends with Roman Spear and uh, Fair and one of the dugouts, which I felt like was a really cool idea, but I don't know why it looked really awkward mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. Like, I think that's such a cool idea, and that's a great way to make use of the space that you have. Yeah. It just did not translate. Yeah. So give you an a for effort for trying. It's new. But right, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't didn't totally work. Pretty interesting though. I give them credit. Thought I was done with this. Like, what in a bad way to start the trip? Yeah, yeah. We'll take it. So match number two is the women's Royal Rumble match. And <laughs> uh, there are some really great parts to this. And yeah, I really felt like you guys had it with Shayna. For a minute. Oh, so did I. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. So before we even get to that, I have a couple things to talk about. Um, I love that Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair started. They actually end up lasting a very big chunk of the way through the Royal Rumble match. Bianca Belair ends up actually breaking the record for most of the nations in the Royal Rumble. I was pretty excited. Her like, showing was amazing. Well, and see, like... Me and we were getting there late, so we actually were watching it while we were like getting ready to like go over there. Oh, you see here. Start with my door just shits. Yeah, but really like, um, we were like watching it, and I was like, "She's from Knoxville," and he was like, "What?" Well, I was like, "Knoxville, Knoxville." <laughs> that's what it, I. That's actually what I call her. Is Knoxville? Knoxville. <laughs> I call him like, "Oh, yeah, Knoxville." She, so she lasted. 30, was it 32 minutes or something? Something like that. 30-something minutes. It was in the low 30s. 32, 33 minutes. And had eight eliminations, I believe. Which I remember the stats. I think Shayna might have had eight eliminations, too. But I'm not 100% sure. Also, Beth Phoenix. Yeah, Belly was in there for 33 minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. And I swear she had, like, 13 eliminations. Was it 13? Damn. But, yeah, that... Mm, that may have been it, and that uh, Shayna had eight. She had a lot. She had a lot. She was in there for a minute. Um, also, Beth Phoenix took a bump that cut the back of her head, and her back of her head just kept getting bloodier and bloodier. I thought she was going to die. Not really, well, but I was like, oh my god. <laughs> well, and I was like, somebody put her ass out. I'd be like, hey... You know, go to go to whip somebody and be like, hey, reverse this and throw me over the top and get me out of here. 
And, like, people were getting there in headlocks and shit and just getting blood all over them. And there's blood on her, blood on the mat. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. It was just too much. Too bloody. She's apparently fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally... Yeah, I mean, after the wrestler, like, if you think you can go, that shit looked bad, though. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, at first it was, like, you could tell there was some bleeding going on. You're like, okay, then by the end of the match, like, her blonde hair, the back of her head was just red. Yeah. It wasn't, like, it It, wasn't... It got progressively worse, and by the end of it, I feel like we were all like, Mm -hmm. ah, God, just take her down. No. Get her out of there. I mean, it wasn't Dustin Rhodes level, like, just pouring out of the back of her head, but it was still pretty... She also had a, a lot more hair than he had. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, a lot of hair. It, though. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of, like, she has a thick head of hair. Yeah. And it just was, and like, it was a little bit, and then it was, like, the whole bag of hair just, like, Like, the ends of her. down. The yeah, the very ends of her hair were still blonde, and up here, it was all everything hot. else, just a hot red mess. Hot, bloody red mess. Hot, bloody red mess. Uh. Um, I like, uh, so, kind of some returns, uh, Mighty Molly Holly came back. Oh, out. Jesus. I wish they would quit using her and Kelly Kelly. I really uh, I feel like you have enough people who are on the current rosters that you don't have to resort to. I mean, you have Beth in there. And granted, granted, Beth has been around doing commentating on NXT. Is that where she's at now? Where has she been? Yeah. She uh, where does Beth do her commentating? Yeah, yeah, the NXT team. Um, so I mean, she's been around, and uh, but I just I don't know. It's like they these women only come back for the Rumble, and it's like you put them in there, but why? Because it doesn't matter. I mean, you're just filling spots for bodies. Because it's not like they show up for anything else really but this. I think they were at, Re- at uh, Evolution, but they didn't do Evolution again last year. Which is so weird to me. But regardless of that, I'm okay with Lil just being in there. I think part of your problem is, is to be honest, as compared to the men's division, where you can have Legends of any era, to be honest... I wouldn't be surprised if goddamn Ric Flair popped up in another Rumble, because he's Ric Flair. It's just how it works. Like, Ric Flair has been in Rumbles way after he retired, after he should have been done wrestling. Right. So, but people get excited, because it's Ric Flair. Yeah. So the women's division in comparison to that is super young. You really don't have a lot of older women wrestlers. And I'm not trying to put down older women or anything like that. But, like, Sable, who I think is a very cornerstone, cornerstone piece to the women's division, again, yeah. still wasn't the best wrestler. Yeah, well, that's how I feel yeah. about Kelly Kelly. Like, and she's... She had an impact, and she's not who Yeah, Rumble. and she's, a, she's amazingly fit, and she's still doing, like, her own fitness stuff, and she looks great. But her wrestling is garbage. I mean, she's in my opinion, cool. and I don't... I just don't feel like... Her presence is important mm-hmm. enough that you should take that spot away from somebody on the current roster. Who can and I get the make it way. And even if that person on the current roster gets a quick in and out, I mean, you know, if they come in and 
within 10 seconds they're eliminated or within the next couple of entrants they're eliminated. That's fine, but at least give them the moment to be part of it. Which I do get, but my point being is part of the rumble. Yeah. The mystique of having this. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So especially, I completely agree with Kelly Kelly. Like, you can just stop bringing her that is fine. Yeah, yeah. But with Beth Phoenix and Molly Holly, who were really great women's wrestlers, like, that pool you actually have to pull from that are people that aren't retired physically can do it. Yeah. It's so small that they almost have to keep bringing them back. Right. Well, and I like, I I love Beth in the ring. I love Beth in the ring. Even with her bleeding ass head. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, and at any time she showed up, like, her and Natty, like, that that chemistry between. I know, me too. Take the women's tag team championship. Take the belt. Take the belt. They're so... They should be... They're a powerhouse. Like, they're both... And it's something that your women's division has, yeah. but especially in the women's tag division. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Austin and Kyrie Sane have done a great job, especially better than anyone else has had tag belts. Yeah. Sasha and Bailey. Although I do love the Iconics. I do, but as far as the wrestling, like, they didn't elevate yeah. the belt. Right. <laughs> they were right. too bad. I know. I know. It yeah. was a fun run, but they weren't too well, cheap and, for that belt. And, you know, and part of it... I don't know. Oscar and Kyrie, like, I don't know. It's just bad booking. I'm not that they have the belts. I'm not saying that's bad booking. I'm just saying the women's division as a whole. They're literally doing bad booking. Shit. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit! I finally realized I actually don't have time to put this belt on TV. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of that is so you can defend it across all three plans. But the whole reason they did the tag belts was time failures. Yeah. Oh, well, and, the, and what frustrates me is that they have plenty of TV time every week between Raw and SmackDown and these belts on the different rosters to make make viable storylines. No, that's my point. They, Especially with the tag belts. Yeah. The whole point is it will be defended on everything. Yeah. It could be anywhere. Yeah. So like, hey, we have a free 30 minutes this week. Why don't we have the women's tag division get on SmackDown or mm-hmm. Raw or NXT, whoever needs that extra spot filled? Yeah. And you're like, oh, and then you can start a program and that'll take you a few months. And then yeah. Like, well, I've got something else, so we'll move them over there. I mean, I don't. I don't need a 15 minute dissertation from Seth Rollins. No, no one does. Um, I'm good with a five minute, and for him to hit the high points and make an impact, like get it done. Don't bore people. And drag out mic promos, whether it's Seth Rollins or anybody on mic. I'm, I'm just using him as, as an example. But he, but they waste so much time with that shit when they could get get out there, make your point. If you're gonna challenge somebody, challenge somebody. If you're gonna call somebody out, call somebody out. Do it and get off the mic and show me more storylines for more. Belts. I mean, I can. I, I agree and disagree with the same point. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm not. I mean, definitely. No, I mean. I've been in like everyone's promo. You, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like he, he or anybody else needs to get out there and just drag the shit out. I love Paul Heyman, but I feel like sometimes when Brock and Paul come out. No, you don't follow up. Oh no! But, I, but I'm just like you know I'm like okay I get the you know they feel like 
this is worthy of you definitely do what you X do. percentage of the show, but also sometimes you can spend too much time on a storyline. But the uh, back to the women's <laughs> Sorry, yeah. tangent we there. Um, I have a lot of tangent. Oh, no, it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Uh, stop. Um, so just, uh, no. I've got to say, I mean, Bianca Belair and Beth Phoenix kind of stole this rumble for me. Oh, God. Um, I, I love Bill. Go back to the, I couldn't quite find the amount of elimination Belair got, but she lasted uh, 33 minutes and 20 seconds and was actually uh, thrown over the top by Charlotte. Um, Charlotte, I think, came in at 17. But um, Beth Phoenix... I loved her entrance specifically because she comes out at uh, number 19. I feel like when she came out, all the NXT people were getting beat up that were in the ring. And she mm-hmm. got so famous. And I was like, you go get it real fast. <laughs> save the NXT brand. Yeah, yeah. Like, She's like, I travel with these girls. <laughs> these are my girls. She's probably like a mother hand in the locker room, too. Right. She's so right. sweet. I love the idea. Hey, come here for a boy. But uh, also, I love the fact that... Um, <laughs> Maddie ends up in her ta- or in her painting, um, entering <laughs> at number twenty three, and I love that she actually eliminated Natty this year because the year before Natty eliminated. Yes, like oh, little tip for that. The shoe just dropped. <laughs> Beth was playing that long game, right? She <laughs> so uh, a couple of other notable, na- notable names that were in: uh, Zena Vega, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, which mm-hmm. I don't know if I quite agree with her being there. Not that it was mm-hmm. bad, but I was kind of like. You just got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, yeah. Uh, Agree. Knox was in it. Uh, it was a uh, Tony Storm. Sealy, Siley. Siley. Yeah, Siley. Oh, these names. I forgot my ball. Chelsea Green, who gets eliminated like Tamina came back. Ta me no. And got Sorry, John not do that every time. A Dakota Kai, um, Naomi. Oh, the return of Naomi. She did so good, man. I love her so much. I love that she looked wonderful. She looked so beautiful. So this is Chelsea Green back in the day. Finally. A few years ago. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm engaged to Zack Ryder. Yeah, what's funny is that she showed up when was it? Was it Worlds Collide? She came out and she had this guy who was with her who looked like an 80s businessman and apparently he was supposed to be some like some broker or something. It looks like Tony Khan. Yes, with the big 80s looking glasses. Yeah. Anyway, so they came out and I'm like, who is this Latina? And she sat down and I was like, oh fuck, that's Chelsea Green. And I'm like, she's had so many looks over the years. Ooh, that Jesus. one a few years ago, I think that was 20... 16. Oh, Jesus. And then she looked a little more normal, like let her hair go back to brown and she yeah, normal makeup and stuff. Or sometimes no makeup at all on Zach Rogers Instagram. Um, and then she came out looking like a different race. Did it overdid it with the went a shade too dark or two shades too dark with your makeup girl. Um, also uh, Mercedes Martinez Yes. Was in there. Uh, kind of wanted her to last a little bit longer. Yeah. A little heated over that. John um, was like, "That's a man." I'm like, "That's fine." That's Mercedes. 
She's a very intense lady. Yeah, he was like, who the fuck is that? And I was like, just Google her. That's easy. Just go over there. Just sit in the corner. You go sit in there and Google. I'll give you a list of shit. Before we quite get to the end of this, possibly the most controversial part of this rumble, and really maybe just before I even say who it is, maybe you should have learned your lesson from the first woman's winning bank, but sad go there again, and Santina... Santina Morella. Yeah. Santino Morella at Santina Morella. At 29. So, I don't know why. I love Santino. But. He has one of my favorite men's Royal Rumbles. But, but at 29. <laughs> but, but. 29 in the Royal Rumble. If you were going to do it, because, I mean, I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind him coming out because it's a whole, no. like, joke. Can we get Vicky Guerrero in the Rumble? We get her. I know, but I, I would rather get her than Santino Morella. I feel like it's more about placement. I don't mind necessarily that it's in there because this has been a character they've had before and it's kind yeah. of funny and cheeky. But if you're going to do it, do it, like, early. I'd, like, I'd say in the... Not t- like, No, I'd say that's early, like, like... That's kind of a... Number three. Like, you start out with your number one and two, like, have a good... One of them gets tossed out. You have the, you know, whoever survives waiting on number three to come out and it's fucking... And then, you know, it gets more intense as it goes. Yeah. You don't get super lighthearted and then try to finish a fucking Royal Rumble match that has so much on the line because you're trying to win contendership for a title. Like, that's... Exactly. Like, no. like, yeah, I totally like, agree. already gotten intense. Yes. If you, you had, had that, that earlier, like, it would have no. cheeky, it would have been fun. Fine, no one would have given a shit. Right, right. <laughs> but you had to do it at 29. So I'm totally against that. Please, it's all about this. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. No. Entering at number 30, which I don't want to say at this point, <laughs> I thought I was fucked as well. I was like, we've all picked someone that's not going to show up. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty much like, well, shit. <laughs> Sheena Baser comes up. Yeah. I get hyped. I'm like, number right. 30. You're like, you she's going to come in. I was fucking fun. clean house. Was right? And I was like, yes. yes. Finger guns in the air. Yeah, 30 was a good number. I was really excited about that. And, and so then. It gets down to her and Charlotte. And she's got Charlotte, like, on the ropes, where Charlotte's literally, like, pushed all the way up on her arms on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Shaking. Her arms are visibly shaking. Oh, yeah. All we have to do is take her legs. <laughs> well, and she gets flipped over that top rope, and she's hanging on. And then... She, like, cat skins it and comes back up. Yeah. And at that point, she has like, come back over, and she grabs her again with legs and flips her over, and I got so... Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was happy because then we were all wrong. <laughs> So pissed. And then John was like, but you were even more wrong because your person didn't even fucking show up. <laughs> so fanatics, if you didn't look at her picks and you didn't listen to the predictions episode, I was pulling for Ronda Rousey to come back. Which was a big deal because, you know, I've not been on the Rousey train. But and that happened. What a moment that would have been. Right. Yeah, Did yeah. you see the meme she posted? <laughs> she was like, you guys really no. thought I was going to come back to the rumble. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> yes. Bitch, I did. <laughs> I still think where are you? Be <laughs> glad I wasn't the champion and put my belt on the line. I was super pissed. So here's the thing. <laughs> I've been tweeting at her at Ronda Rousey. Where the fuck are you? Get here now! Oh, God. First off, just for the rumble. <laughs> I really love the final three where Shayna, Charlotte, and Beth Phoenix. Yeah. The final three, and I was like, "Oh shit, she's right. gonna eliminate." And I was like, "Someone please get her." Medical <laughs> well, it's like eliminate right. her before she passes out. 
Apparently, and you can see it a couple times where the refs keep going over to her and they're like, yeah, checking her out. I feel like they're like, please get out of the match, and she's like, fuck you. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you no, know. No, thank you. So I was thinking, I'm so number three, and I will be number three, so fuck you right now. Well, and I was thinking, if I was Charlotte and Shayna, if I was either one of them, and Beth passed out, Right, to right. get her out of the ring, I would just for safe measure, I, like they should have t- teamed up and like just put her out, like, but over the top rope, like, just to make roll sure out under the bottom rope, so they aren't eliminated. Yeah, and then they'll like lift her over and like to lift her, lift her over, and then when she gets on the stretcher, be like, wait a minute, give me her feet, make her feet touch the floor. <laughs> okay, she's officially out. She's not. <laughs> she's not gonna get off this thing halfway up the ramp and come running back and eliminate them in the rumble. <laughs> No, fuck you. Like, in the hell of a like, nope. He goes, <laughs> like, you're like, no, <laughs> you shouldn't have. You really should have. <laughs> I really love that. I'm not going to lie. I hated the Sydney at first. It left a terrible taste in my mouth. Yes. Now, there are a lot of moving parts at this point. I want Shayna versus Becky at WrestleMania. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. The rumor's going around right now, because we'll get to it a little bit later, but I'm just briefly going to... Charlotte hasn't mentioned who she's challenging yet. Right. So, there are rumors going around that she's going to challenge Ray Ripley. It's yes. I am here for that. Uh, me too. Yes. If that's what this Rumble win means, I'm totally, totally fine with it. That right? would be fucking yes. awesome. If that's what it means. If not, it's kind of lackluster. Because, I'm not going to lie, Becky and Charlotte always put on a great match. Yes. But I've seen it a billion times. And you can only do something so many times. Right. And it's almost the same with Charlotte and Bailey. Like, I've seen all four of those women fight so many times that I'm just like... Mm-hmm. The four beating a dead horse women. <laughs> That's what they... Fucking much, honestly. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, yeah, the Rhea Ripley thing is supposed to happen. And we know how Charlotte's so much... Bigger than a lot of the, I mean, so much taller than the other women on the roster. Such an even. I want her. I want her to have somebody she is looking dead in the eye. Right, like, and physically will go toe to toe, pound for pound with her. And I agree would be the shit, Charlotte. Oh God. Like in a real fight, like in a real fight. Yes. But also, my hope is that Charlotte wants to take some time off and have Andrade's babies and. Rhea beating her at Wrestlemania would be like her quiet exit out. Now here's my thing. I wouldn't even mind if Charlotte had to have babies. Oh, babies. Oh my god. Women crazy Latino. so good at wrestling. Maybe. Yeah. Doing like, you know, throwing off DDTs but also doing like insults and other crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Maybe come out slipping off the top ropes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> right off the set of the Spanish fly. Spanish fly the doctor, and you're like, <laughs> and the, they'd have the strut. Right. The <laughs> they've got everything. Yes. Baby lit. If I was the delivery person, your baby is lit. Your baby is lit. <laughs> your baby is lit. <laughs> I just want to see some of the movies. Your baby is Well, lit. now I'm now I'm gonna hold on to that comment until Nikki uh Nikki Bella's baby Your is born. Your baby is lit. Yeah. But first, let's just finish yeah. Oh well, yeah. Ha- and I have one other thing at the very end. But uh, to discuss. Be here too. I'm just saying I'm gonna stop and get some pizza. Fucking hungry. Yeah, absolutely. But I would honestly be okay if Flair actually beat Ripley. 
Like, I, yeah. either way, I'm happy. If Charlotte's back to NXT, that would be amazing. It is going to be a marathon match, and it's going to be a fucking barn burner. Can I still have an Iron Man match? Ooh. Iron Woman match, right? Something like that? Ooh. 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 An iron person? I don't know what's the most PC. Iron. 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 Earthlings. An iron match. An iron human. Iron human. <laughs> I, iron being. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, either way, no matter who wins that match, if that's what happens, totally worth it. Yeah. I would love to see Charlotte go back to NXT. Oh, God. But that would do for their women's division. Not that their women's division even Finn. needs it, but the matchups you could get. Finn oh, is such a better fit in NXT than he ever was. I definitely agree with that. Um, like on Raw or yeah, anywhere on the main roster. Well, what was the main roster? It's so weird to get used to that. Had to be like, it's all the main roster. Well, and I feel like they're having a hard time getting used to it. <laughs> like, we're all like, I don't know. Yeah, because, you know, there was all that talk about them, like, pulling all the NXT people out of the Rumbles. It's like, are they the third brand or not? Are they on the same level or not? Because you right. include them or Who not. Who are you? Right. you? Just include them. They deserve it. Before they became the quote-unquote third brand, you had them showing up in the fucking Rumbles, so why not? One last thing we're going to throw a Rumble. Otis. Okay, uh, so yeah. I forgot about Otis. I completely so, forgot about that. Mandy gets tossed out. <laughs> that is probably my favorite moment. In this lands room. on the apron, rolls off the apron, and lands on the floor. No, she lands on I fucking Otis. She was eliminated. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because you're watching it sort of from the opposite side at the corner. And you see her like go, so you're like she's out. <laughs> yeah, and so then the other camera picks up, and she's <laughs> rolled out from She is on her stomach on Otis's stomach. Like, look, it was the cutest thing. If we don't get a good Mandy Otis storyline, like a little love storyline on the side, I will be pissed. I don't think it even has to go long. At least give us like a month. That's like three or four shows. Yeah. I want want it for much longer. I mean, I do too, but if you gave me that, I'd be satisfied. I want him like... (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, yes. (laughs) They're so cute. (laughs) So he helps her get back in, and then later in the match, her and Sonya kind of have like a disagreement... Yes, so dissolution, possible, potential uh, beginnings of the cracking of the foundation of fire. Will they actually crack this time? Who knows? Mm -hmm. I mean, if anybody's going to crack a foundation of a relationship, it's going to be that greasy, sexy son of a bitch. (laughs) He said that Billy. He's so adorable. Oh my god. You cannot hate them. I want a a plush Otis doll. Oh my god. (laughs) Can get me a plush Otis, please? <laughs> I just, that's all I need. I don't need a Tucker. Tucky. Tucky. I don't need a Tucky nut. I just need a Otis. It's so cute. Oh, what? And if you don't make it for me, somebody please make one and give it to Mandy. Right. Oh. Yeah. If you don't want to do it for me, do it for Mandy. <laughs> but, so, uh, at one point, so she gets back in the ring. And then, I don't know I don't exactly the sequence of events that happens, but something happens. Her and Sonya have a disagreement, and then I think it makes it look like accidentally that Sonya knocks her out of the ring when she's on the other mm-hmm. side of the apron. She knocks her out, yeah. and Otis is there to catch her. So she yeah. still hasn't touched the ground, and I was like, oh. Yeah, so she doesn't touch her, <laughs> but then someone eliminates her. Uh, was it Mercedes, or was she, was she even still in it at that point? Ah, oh, damn it. I hate... I can't remember stuff like this. Uh, 
Women's Royal Rumble 2020. Okay, no. So how it went it was that Bianca Belair ended up knocking Rose in Otis's arms, and then she also Just goes Belair. to throw Sonya Deville out, which uh, goes in. She throws her into Otis. So they yeah, she, yeah, she hits me and Otis, and they all hit the floor. Also, Dana Brooke had a not bad showing. Yes. I like Dana Brooke. I wish they'd do more with her sometimes. I, yeah. I wish they'd give her, like, a solid, just a solid storyline. She had some weird stuff going on. I remember there was uh, the Titus Worldwide, and she was, like, their stats person or whatever. I don't know. It was just awkward. Yeah, little lab yeah, coat. Yeah. It's like, you're... Why do you have a coat? You're doing math. Right, you don't do that. I'm a doctor of math. Uh, I'm a <laughs> math and doctor of math. They call me doctor of math. You're math or meth? Why do you have a lab coat on? Oh, okay. I don't understand. Do you know what you're like? well, Nobody knew what she was doing. She's probably like, they're making me wear this fucking lab coat. I'm trying to show off this ass. And they're Come putting on. me on a lab coat. <laughs> Her body be begging, though. Definitely. After the Women's Royal Rumble, um, we had a match. Which was never going to do well. No. Uh, Lacey Evans versus Bailey. First off, not going to do well because it's after Rumble. And statistically, matches that come after Rumble are not going to do well because the audience right. is exhausted after that. And the other reason, another reason that wasn't going to do well is because Bailey. Unfortunately. I mean, no. I mean, not. Okay. So she's experienced and she's passionate. And she's good in the ring, but it's this gimmick and this. I don't like her hair. Dark brooding. I, I feel like, like she hair. should be laughing in people's faces, spitting in her faces, cocky. Like, just, I think, I feel like she should be a total asshole. But she comes out in, like, this, like, sad-looking, brooding emo. I don't know. I don't like it. I just don't There's like the way she plays it. the gimmick. Yeah, I, I don't agree. I don't like the whole I'm fine with her being a heel, but she needs to be a heel heel. I did and not change, some sad I'm doll. I'm glad it's not what she was, but I also think it's not quite right. No. Like, what's with the headdress? I'm not saying I don't like the headdress. It was awkward. None of it is cohesive. Like, the jacket. To be a like, I like the idea of the headdress, and if you want to make that fit into her gimmick somehow, I think that's fucking great, but it doesn't match really the outfit style. No. I mean, the, the color's great, but the, that is not... It doesn't make sense. I don't understand. None of it went together. None of it works well. Well, together. I feel like the haircut and the head oh, thing oh were more like... It's like they were trying to go for, like, an Egyptian kind of look. Yeah. But like then her, her weird jacket and the, it not, then like none of it was, it's like she got dressed in I the dark. They literally just <laughs> throw shit on her and they're like, let's see if this works. Yeah. See what sticks. Literally, we're throwing shit on you. And yeah. She's probably like, can I just Wait, do right. thing? Like, I wish when they turned her heel, they didn't cut her hair off. I wish she started wearing it down. And that they dyed it darker. But I wish they had left it longer because the hair is awkward and the her, she's all brooding. Then, like, you might not even have to put it down. Like, just make it a fucking regular adult ponytail. Like, just so, tuck it from the side to the back. Are she and the Iconics on the same brand? I don't even remember the last time I've seen the Iconics. I don't either. And it pisses me off. So, anyway. Because I feel like if they were on the same brand, you could have taken her hair down, dyed it darker, made her, like, an asshole, and put the three of them together. Because they, you know, the iconics kind of have that catty, mean girl. See, I can see goofy. Sasha doing that. Yeah. Mm. Just like character wise. Yeah. The boss iconic Bailey. Bailey, I just want to be like a mean 
person, not catty in a girly way. Like, I want her yeah. to just be like, I'm a fucking bitch. Like a mean, tough girl. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. That's what I want. Not like this. Then keep her mom. Keep her like that. Coupons. Keep her, yeah, keep her like that. And then when Ray Ripley gets on the main roster, you could put them together if you wanted to. Yeah. Mean like, girl. I'm never gonna. Knock if she could do it, I don't. Yeah. I don't know that she could even pull that off. I'm never gonna off, knock Bailey's in ring work as a whole. Right. She's a good wrestler. Yeah. It's I just, just they give her some stupid ass shit to do. They do. It's all for her. I feel so bad. If you just give her the right thing, something that she could actually gel with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she break the law. So, after that, and the reason, I would classify that as the worst match of the night, and it's not the match was necessarily, like, a botch fest or bad. It was just forgettable. Yeah. Forgettable and boring, like, I've, I've seen this. Yeah. There's nothing new about it. And even then... The crowd's gonna be dead for you anyways, so if you're gonna bring it, you've gotta fucking like bring it. Right. And, rumble, like, and I felt you're bad. You're gonna do some crazy shit for them to be like, oh my god. Yeah. I felt bad. Expended their energy. Right. I feel bad for them because I feel like that was a definite like pee and concessions break for the crowd. Oh yeah, there's a whole other rumble after that. So you, yeah, that's a piss match. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's that match. And after that, we get a pretty surprising match. I thought it was going to be a good match anyways, but I didn't think it was going to be this good. The strap match versus uh, Daniel Bryan and The Fiend for the Universal Championship. And guys, they got rid of the red light. They did. Uh, oh my god. I can see the I think they probably maybe were afraid that people were going to burn the building down. That or I also <laughs> have a theory that the strap is kind of like a red-brown so I think maybe it would have got lost. That, like they can't even see the strap. And it could have led to an injury or something. Would have like, getting hung up on a turnbuckle or something. Like even with the cage, or wrench, red like it's a red cage, but you can still see like the grate. So like yeah, that's it. Like I feel like that was just a cut lost. Yeah. Also, the strap match was not the strap match. I thought it was gonna be typically a strap match. You're tied together and you have to hit all four turnbuckles. This one, they were just tied together. Regular match, just yeah. tied together. I have to say, this was an intense match. It's good. It was good. They found some creative ass ways to beat the shit out of right? you. Right? Like, <laughs> like, like, oh my god. It. it was good, though. It's like, give me PTSD from like, getting spanked as a child. I know Brian had some big ass welts. He did. His back. Oh, At one point, I feel like I turned around and I was like, oh no. Like it's about to bust open. I feel like even one was like looked like it was kind of bleeding at one point. <laughs> at the end, Bray Wyatt does end up winning. I do have to say that uh, one of my favorite parts of this match was when Daniel Bryan applied the uh, label lock with the strap. When he got over that yeah. solution, and I was like, oh my god! I thought at that point I was like, oh shit! Yeah, and I was like, he's gonna win, right? <laughs> <laughs> What do we do now? <laughs> what do we do now? Guys, where are we going? Especially after the women's yeah, yeah. Uh, like, no. Uh, it's such a good match, though. And I feel like, to be honest, if a lot of... I wish they would do the other Bray Wyatt matches like that he's already done without the red light. Like, if they could somehow, like, photoshop yeah. it out. So I could see that match without it being that red light. Nice. It might actually not... Might actually be a great match, yeah, but I'm just like, I can't. I think, but, like, focus, you know, we're just always so focused on the light. Like, 
I was blinded by the light, literally. Blinded by the light. Really intense, man. I'm really glad they did this. I just trying to converse with you. That this is not the last time we see David O'Brien in the team. Hooray! I don't know how I don't know when, but (laughs) this was a great match. It was better than I expected. So, after the Bray White Daniel babysit Brian match, we had the uh, Oscar Becky Lynch match. And I'm not gonna lie, I can't say enough good things about this match. Well, I mean, look at who's in it, honestly. It should be Hodix. Like, I feel like if you were gonna have. So, Oscar loses at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. From, down, from there, she has this weird downward spiral with losses to, like, Carmella. <laughs> If you were going to have her lose after this, you should have had her lose in matches like this. Because a loss like this doesn't necessarily hurt because it's so good. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. It almost kind of made you like, yeah, Asuka's a really great wrestler. Yeah. It reminded you of that. And you're like, well, have her lose to a worthy opponent, basically. Yeah. But the match itself was one of the best women's matches I've seen probably this year. Like, the psychology, the whole, like... Mm-hmm. Both of them kind of being desperate because, you know, Becky's clinging to this belt and Asuka's like, I need a fucking comeback. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. me <laughs> I mean, respectively, they both had a lot on the line. And this was like the one person that Becky hasn't beaten because Asuka beat Becky for the belt. Yeah, I love that storyline, to be honest. And I love Becky admitting that, too. Yeah. So like, she's like, I'm coming to collect then. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it was so good. They did this so well. Yes. The storytelling was just so good. <laughs> but, um, I almost felt like this could have been something, like, I'm glad they did, did it at a big forge, but this could, this could have been mania-worthy, like, mm. I'm hoping that the plan is, is that Shanna challenges Becky and Charlotte challenges Rhea, but, I mean, this would have been just as good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially with even more build-up. Especially if you let Asuka win. Mm. And then it kind of makes up for... Oh. That yes. Debacle. The whole fucking thing <laughs> she did to her. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Because, I mean, I think at this point, we could be wrong, but I mean, at least I am thinking that Becky will lose the belt at Mania. Because that would have been the whole year. Mm-hmm. They don't do that anymore. Like, you get close to a year, you're either dropping that shit or, like, a month after that, like, you're probably dropping. Like, you're not yeah. going too long after a year. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Becky and spell. Either. It's been a really, really great match. Um, something that definitely got you hyped for the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, so, Men's Royal Rumble. I have probably an unpopular opinion about this. I liked the Brock Lesnar thing. I will say I think it did go a little long. Mm-hmm. That, that was my argument with it. It was fine. I loved that he actually looked like he was having fun. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was having a ball. Right. <laughs> like, well, and that's what you his want. Reactions were great. When you have like the quintessential heel as your number one, you want him to be just tossing fucking guys out and laughing about it, and you want him to be this ultimate asshole. So it's that much better when he does go over the top rope. And it was. It it was like it was like thank God. Yeah, it was like you enjoyed it because it was kind of funny. But I do agree that it went too long. And just uh, in the beginning, um, 
uh, Brock comes out, then Elias. <laughs> Elias immediately gets tossed over. Eric Rowe immediately gets tossed over. Bobby Roode immediately gets tossed over. John Morrison, who I did feel a little bad about. Yeah. Him. yeah. I felt like he should have been able to I feel like he might have been in the back half of this. Just to get, like, I'm not saying he has to be in there long. Just to, he just returned. Like, come on. <laughs> well, and I feel, feel like he should have been, like, a like a middle entrant. He came in at number five. Very, really. No. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel like he should have been more like 15. Yeah. Like, put him in the middle, let him stay till almost the end. Yeah. Because yeah. he just came back, and, pe- and people were excited. Give him something. Oh. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> I love when a lot of these older guys yeah. come up. Brock would be like, you're so wrestling! <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't seen you in years! You! You're here! <laughs> Thanks for coming to my show. Oh um, my god, yes. So the first kind of build-up of guys we get isn't even big. The first one is Kofi at number six, Ray at number seven, and then Big E comes out. And uh, there's a little moment where, like, uh, Rock does some damage. He doesn't throw Kofi and Ray out, but they're on the outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. Big E comes in, and he's kind of, like, picking them over, like, we're going to go for them, guys. And they all hit his, their finishers on them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I loved it, because I was like, even though it's not what Brian picked, this is almost what Brian pushed. And I was like, I'm here for it. And he threw, like, all of them out. And I was like, shit. Well, shit. And at that point, I thought it went a little long. But mm-hmm. I will say, so Cesaro comes out next to me, we get tossed. Sheldon Benjamin. <laughs> I did love this moment. Because they actually are really good friends, and they went to the same college. But he comes up, he hugs Paul Hammond. And Brock's like, what's up, bro? <laughs> yeah. They hug. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, me and you, we're gonna... But the funniest part is, they, they, <laughs> they hug again, and I was like, Oh no, they pumped too long. This isn't gonna kill mm-hmm. them. And then when they set up, like for the next person coming out, Brock's a little bit behind them, and I was like, "This is all. You should know him better than this. Well, it's like you should know him better than this. Why are you putting yourself in this position? You know what? You deserve it. <laughs> Pretty much. But it was one of those moments when he actually came out. The Brock genuinely looked jovial, and I was like, "You're having a ball. You're loving it." This is the best day of my life. <laughs> when you actually like watch Brock Lesnar have a good time wrestling, you're like, hey, this is good. <laughs> I like watching him, like when our truth was out there a few weeks ago, like, I like watching him getting tickled at shit that's happening. Because he's, he's not an actor, but in no. and he's not going to hide that shit. He's going to be like, <laughs> like <laughs> he's just going to laugh. Uh, and if they want him to be like, Ooh, go fuck yourself, fuck me. <laughs> um, Shinsuke comes out next, immediately gets booted. Um, and then we have our first kind of return, which is MVP. Yes. Comes out of number 12. Gets an F5 and immediately gets eliminated. <laughs> and that was one of those, like, people knew ahead of time that he was going to be there because apparently WWE was testing out some graphics. Yeah. And uh, people who were out on the street and looking up at the stadium saw the MVP like graphic the logo mm-hmm. for him and so of course they got online really? mm-hmm. so but it was still fun to have him there also it was a little confused about the MVP thing because he comes out and he like chases Paul Heyman in a circle and I was like hmm, why you know the match is happening in the ring and you're here before the rumble match <laughs> right like you remember what that is you <laughs> 
I was just thinking, I was literally trying to think of his wrestling career, and I was like, did him and Paul Heyman, like, have beef? Like, is there, is this warranted? I couldn't come up with it. I didn't Google it. I was just going off memory, but I was like, I don't understand this. <laughs> uh, but then uh, we kind of get some people building up after this, which, um, at number 13, Keith Lee comes out. And this is my favorite Brock Lesnar yeah. all the time, because you can literally read his mouth, read his lips, and he's like, ooh, big boy! <laughs> like, yeah! That's <laughs> That's the other fun thing about Brock's, like, honest reactions. You know, like, the lip reading. <laughs> so easy. Uh, first off, I want this to be a match, right? Like, this has to be a match at some time. Mm-hmm. Brock sold for him. He did very yes. well with Brock. And for a bigger guy, which we haven't talked about, where Brock does really well with these littler, littler guys. Mm-hmm. And he'll sell for them, and it's amazing. Sometimes the bigger guys, because you remember, like, uh, him and uh, Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe, not their matches were bad, especially Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar, that whole build-up was insane. Mm-hmm. Like, Joe and Paul Heyman, but their matches seem a little lackluster, a little off, because it seems like he won't quite sell for them. Yeah. But then you stick him in the ring with AJ, and they have a fucking barn burner. Right? So, like, the fact that he was selling for Keith Lee in this, I'm like, he can't do it for bigger guys. Maybe he was like, Steve Lee. Maybe it was just like, this guy. Look yeah. at this guy. <laughs> they had great back and forth, though. Um, he actually doesn't end up eliminating Keith Lee right off the bat. Um, Braun Strowman enters at number 14. Mm-hmm. Does some damage. Oh, yeah, also Keith Lee, the new NXT North American champion. Yes. Ooh, ground. Yes. That was great. So, um... Brock Lesnar ends up uh, dumping both of them over the top rope, mm. which was really sad. I wanted Keith Lee to go long. I know. Mm. But so this is... Uh, but I was just tickled that he was in it. Uh, right? This is where we're nearing the end. So Ricochet comes out at number 15, Drew McIntyre comes out at number 16. <laughs> they kind of both end up eliminating Brock Lesnar. He's kind of beaten up a little bit on both of them, and then Ricochet comes out of the side, he's not paying attention, and like gives him a low blow, mm-hmm. and then Drew McIntyre fucking Claymore kicks the shit out of his head, and that goes Claymore over the top. Is fucking devastating looking man, and it sounds every time you're like clap, and it's just like they're dead now. Man, Drew McIntyre just, just looking at it, I'm killed like, them. You know, I know it's wrestling, I know it's not real, but I'm like, how do you not like literally kick them in the head? Yeah. Because they showed it, I was like, it looks like you just fucking booted the shit out of him. And apparently the the key, what I've heard, the key is to get your foot flat on them, right up here. And apparently that's not, like, if you botch it and fuck it up, like, it's like your toe hitting them in, like, lower, like in here, Hmm. um, where it's a little softer, Ah. and you're a little... More prone to injury. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was just something I heard this week. But it, yeah, those claymores. Jesus. Okay. A claymore, a brogue kick, even a Pele kick, insiguri, any, any of that shit. Like, I just can't. I don't think I could. Hold back. I feel like I really kicked them right in the head. Like, well, yeah, like, oh, God. Res- like, being on the receiving end of it, I don't think I could ever stop, like, Knowing that it's coming, I don't think I could 
like not take it without flicking it. I, I don't think I could take it. I think I would run away every time. I think I would jerk myself back, like <laughs> swat at their leg or something. Yeah, super kick. I mean, any of that shit. But so uh, Drew ends up eliminating Brock. Uh, they end up having a stare down afterwards. Drew seems unfazed by the beast's intimidating aura. Mm. Uh, McIntyre ends up going to uh, eliminate Ricochet. Miz comes out, and you know, just didn't didn't go well. We got one more kick. You're up. <laughs> yes. So uh, AJ Styles comes in. Dolph Ziggler comes in. Carl Anderson comes in, and then <laughs> the best part of the night. The people <laughs> number twenty-one. Go <laughs> People oh, yes. came unglued. It was great, though. It was fantastic. Going back and, like, watching the, you know, Oh, no, the so you think you know me. Yeah. And, and then they would show people, like, there was one guy, there's one guy in particular, he had, he had like, a, it was a pink shirt that had, like, a couple other colors in it. He was like, <laughs> I mean, his face was just, like, like his face was personified, like, the feelings of everybody there, like, there were people crying. Before I mean, before we even get into the actual rumble, so Edge comes back. Yes. Before we even get into that, I have to say this man sold it so well that he was not coming back. That I believe <laughs> no. he was not coming back. Well, and you know, and, and he had an advantage of how many years has it been rumored? <laughs> and like, it's like every time a rumble comes out. Edge is going to come back. Especially since Beth has been back around. Yeah. It's like, oh, is Edge going to come back? And then he's not back. And you're like, oh. Uh, okay. Uh, and so what, it's story. like, what was going to make this year any different? Yeah. He you know what I mean? Very well. Uh, I just thought it was funny. Just because uh, for our trivia medal episode between the Queen and I. Oh, yeah. That was one of the walkouts that you guys played. Yeah. It's such a first time for that. It was like it's either Edge or Tessin. I can't remember which one it well, is. And you know what was so funny is that when his music hit, it, I didn't realize who it was at first because I was so convinced that he wasn't going to be there. Right. Through so I, I heard it started and I was like, this is this. And then I realized everybody's losing their shit. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then it showed, oh. it showed him and I was like, oh my God. I mean, you know, Dad, everybody else. <laughs> so just, just his entrance, he looked like he was already in tears. Like, with the, cr- the crowd popped so hard. He was so, like, wide-eyed, and I think he was, like, uh, yeah, I think he was really fighting, like... Like, first off, he probably came out there and he was like, I've missed this shit. He was probably also yes. like, this shit's grown a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and, and also feeling, like, maybe, like, 2% guilt that he was, like, lied to everyone. He was like, Yeah, surprise! I also love that they gave him this pyro, which they've allowed him to keep. Yay! Because spoiler alert, he shows up on Raw this week, and they also had pyro. Even though they won't give him pyro on Raw, I was wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. (laughs) Well, why would you not give him pyro? I just figured they wouldn't. Like, they don't have Brock pyro. No, fuck Brock. He got pyro once, I think. I don't know. (laughs) He got pyro once, I think, at WrestleMania when everyone gets pyro. (laughs) Yeah. But this is fucking Edge. The crowd We've coming. waited so long. <laughs> ah, he lost his shit. So, Edge gets in the ring. He basically spears everyone, which kind of leads to a tiddly bit of negative news. So, he spears AJ Styles, 
and mm-hmm. AJ was kind of trying to super sell the spear, mm-hmm. and he's trying to like turn himself inside out. And yeah, he learned it. Learned it. He landed. <laughs> learned. It. He learned that he fucked up his shoulders when he, he landed. landed very oddly on his shoulder. Mm. And for the rest of the match, like you can kind of see it happen. Like the refs come over to him, and he's like, "No, something's wrong. Like I can't continue." And then you see Baron Corbin kind of come over to him. He doesn't hit him or anything like that. But he kind of like grabs his head, and mm-hmm. you can see him talk to Corbin. And I feel like he's like, "I'm out." You throw me out. Yeah. So I think I don't know how it works, but instead of Corbin throwing him out, I think he went over to Edge because I think Edge was the one that was supposed, was supposed to throw, to throw him, him out. out. Yeah. And he was like. It's time. <laughs> do, do the thing. AJ's no, ready. <laughs> Which, kudos to Corbin for the ring awareness. Right? Like, I feel like he could tell something was also kind of went over there and he yeah. kind of, like, grabbed his head like he was going to pick him up and nature was like, he did pick him up but he was like, uh, <laughs> and Corbin was like, no okay, I got you. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be back. And go. Go. <laughs> Get him. But it was but um so uh Edge ends up throwing AJ out from what I heard he should be back in about uh, I think it was four to six weeks so should be back in time for WrestleMania um good good then we had uh, Matt Riddle come out who apparently had a backstage conversation with Brock Lesnar mhm why is he picking fights with like people like Goldberg and Lesnar so much freaking yeah Apparently, I mean, I don't know how we listen. I feel like this. I think there was a backstage conversation. I don't think what I read is real. In which case, they were like Brock Lesnar approached him, being like trying to figure out the status of what's going on between them. And I was like, I don't think Brock Lesnar gives a shit. Yeah, why would he have the one that approached What I've heard, what I've like, heard about he Matt Riddle is that he, like, with the whole Goldberg thing, what I've heard about Matt Riddle is that he's one to shoot. To try to start stuff, like to try to start a legitimate feud, but does not make anyone else aware of what he's going to do. Like he doesn't clear, he doesn't talk to the person who's like, "Hey, hey how about I'm we do this?" I'm gonna get ready and say something. Kind yeah, of apparently he does not give any wrong. kind of heads up. He's just like, "Hey, old fucker." <laughs> <laughs> hey, old fucker. You're like, <laughs> he's like, he's like. I'm gonna kick you with my young bare feet. What do you, <laughs> you think about that? You, you old not. ass motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't. He's. Old wrestlers reading that, like, no. I just wish Rusev would sit Matt Riddle down and have the conversation with him about wrestling in bare feet. He's like, they don't like <laughs> Well, and also, you're, you, you're gonna break your fucking foot, because that's what happened to Rusev. When he. Way. was back when he was the. I forget what the gimmick was, but he came out in, like, the big. Rikishi style, like a skirt. I like to think that it's because people complain about his feet, silly. <laughs> um, I just love that he comes out in sandals and does a little jump thing where his sandals go flying off. It's just, he's fun. He's very, his, his character is very AEW, but with better in ring skill. <laughs> I don't know. With better in ring skills, but also the polishing of WWE, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 But uh, regardless, he immediately almost gets. Yeah. It's nice nice of you to show up. What I hear was a warning sent to him by Vince, quote unquote, from the dirt sheets saying, Mm. stop doing shit. Yeah. Stop confronting problems. (laughs) Yeah. 
Go talk to him. No one talks from Welcome to the Rumble. Also. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, uh, your ass is out. And <laughs> stopped doing the show. He was eliminated by Corbin, and I have to say, Corbin is the king of getting heat. He did a little... He, oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I, you know what? I am on, I'm on the king. Dare I say I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm on the king. Am I, am I getting there? I'll tell you what did it for me. It wasn't the weird dream that I had where he was in my date to a wedding. <laughs> but, but, it, but I think, it, actually, I think it was because of, I think it was because of this that I had that dream. But anyway, it was listening to him on the, um, on the Not Sam Wrestling podcast with Sam Robinson. Oh, yeah. Um, listening to his interview with him and talking about the heel heat. And he's like, it's so easy. He's like, I love it. You know, like, these people, you know, he's like, it, it's it's so much fun. He's like, and people legitimately will hate your guts. And he was like, you just have to laugh at it because at least you know you're doing like a good job. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, if you're getting that hate, you're like, yeah. I mean, but listening, listening to him and like, I don't say getting to know, but getting to hear him just as a person talking about it's stuff. Yeah, and some of his passions and stuff like that. Like he's a he's a grill fiend. Like he is a grill master. <laughs> um, actually, he's got videos like on his Instagram, of, like different stuff that he cooks. And then like he's a cigar aficionado and a bourbon aficionado and stuff. But he's he's like a gentleman's gentleman. A gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty funny. And actually, John finally asked me about this because I've had it on my phone for forever. But this image is actually from the Liars Club brand of clothing that he and Corey Graves and Ruby Riot own together. Oh shit. That's isn't that a fucking weird combination of people? What? Yeah. Um So who are what? Ruby Riot, Baron Corbin and Corey, Corey Graves. Graves. Have a clothing line called Liars Clothes. <laughs> clothing. Huh. Um, they actually have some mm, some kind of neat stuff. I like it. But uh, anyway, I just like I really like that design, and I kind of tweaked it with some filters, changed the colors a little bit, and it's been my wallpaper for like three months now. Um, but yeah, on that Corbin train, he it's so easy to hate him. He it makes really he could never be a face. I don't think. It would take a lot of work. <laughs> Man, it would it'd be a long road to hoe. And he, he's just such an, he's, it's so easy to be just for him. But yeah. Big heel heat. Because everybody loves Matt Riddle. You, you throw him out and you make fun of his shit, then yeah. Absolutely. He knows what he's doing. Oh yeah. yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's a great 100%. So but, then, uh, after that. Luke Gallows came out. Uh, oh yeah. I was thinking that he came out like. A little it bit seems, after AJ and Carl. It seems so much closer together, but like now I'm reading the version, I'm like, so yeah, how many people are yeah, like? yeah. He came out in his face paint. That I don't like. At least they got rid of those awkward ass pants that he used to wear. It's like they were too short. <laughs> just, you know, just it was too short. Yeah, and I get that you don't want them to get hung up on your boots or whatever, but, but... they were like. Waiters. Where's the flood? <laughs> Where's the flood, Luke? <laughs> you okay. Um, but uh, so Drew McIntyre ends up eliminating Baron Corbin. I got a big reaction. Um, mm-hmm. The good bros drop Ed with the magic killer. And then Randy Orton comes out. Randall Keith Randall Orton. Orton. Oh. 
And so really cute, like. Yeah, well, he was like, and he comes out and he looks at it and she's like, man, look at you. Yeah, and he's like, you know, pretending that. I'm like, oh, look at you. Yeah, look at you. He's like, yeah, let's do this shit. Um, really cute, really sweet moment between the two of them. But yeah, that was so good. Um, they end up uh, eliminating the OC. Um, then they kind of go off after McIntyre and Ziggles. Um, Roman Reigns hinders at number 26. <sighs> the course of booze. And I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to boo too, but I, I picked the man, so I was like, yes. <laughs> right, later oh, on. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> same thing that happened. This happened before. We literally got right, to the bottom right. too. <laughs> it's like, let's not do this. Let's not have one. So, yeah, it was like, it can't happen again, right? Like, it can't happen again. <laughs> I would have. I would have been upset if Reigns had won. One, not because you guys picked him and I didn't, but because he won. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would rather action. have all of us been wrong and Corbin have won the fucking Rumble. <laughs> but anyway, so Reigns comes in. Last couple of people we have, uh, KO comes in, Alistair Black, Smojo, and Seth Rollins. And I have to say, I'm not going to lie, that's like a stacked couple of you left. Yeah, was was Edge still in there, or did he get yeah, eliminated? Yeah, no, Edge is still in there. Okay. Yeah, because didn't he spear Roman? Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, ah, how's that feel, big dog? I think he's in there till the final three, just like that. So. <laughs> but, um. So, obviously, KO and Smojo and Seth Rollins all have beef. Beef. Wait, Mike Tyson? Oh. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> uh, KO and Smojo also kind of they didn't really turn on each other I feel like we both made it in like hey it's a winner takes all match yeah we can't both win so they yeah. have an understanding which I really love right. about that like they're yeah. like look you know we'll unite for this but like that's like people, we're a rumble match who, <laughs> like, I forget which backstage interviewer was asking Kofi about Kofi and Big E both being in the Rumble, and he was like, you know, even if it comes down to the two of us, no matter what, we're going to win. Because one of us, and I was like, oh God, don't do that. Don't do Please it. don't do that. I'm not ready. I know Xavier's not been around, but I'm not ready for New Day to. Don't do it. Ever in my lifetime. Do, do not. You're my rock, man. I can't break. <laughs> You're my rock made of pancakes. You're my pancake rock. <laughs> So with um, some shading dealings on the outside. I'm write a song called Pancake Pancake Rock. Making bacon pancakes. Bacon bacon pancakes. Bacon pancakes. Bacon bacon pancakes. But Hugh Jackman actually had the little Don Reed did that. It was really cute. Sorry. So, with the help of Buddy Murphy and AOP, Seth Rollins is able to eliminate uh, both Black Smojo and Q. Ah, I Mr. Black at Wonder Rumble. And so it comes down to uh, there's Edge Orton, McIntyre Reigns, and then um, Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins goes up to Roman after he literally turned on him, like at the beginning when he first came in there, and he was like, Shield, they were bros. You and I, right? Like, we'll do this, we'll live here. And Roman Reigns talked none of it. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> like, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like what you become then. <laughs> I was be like, you've turned on me before. I got in the back with the chair from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I wish Roman was having, like, weird PTSD, like, kill Bill with a wee. <laughs> yes, the siren. I have forgiven, but I have not forgotten. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But so they all um, end up kind of eliminating him. So then, you know, we've got Orton Reigns back to Tyrant Edge. And that's not a bad final four. Mm-mm. I'm not going to lie. So Edge eliminates Randy Orton. Then Reigns eliminates Edge. Yes. So then we get Drew McIntyre versus Reigns. Again. Mid the final two. Very <laughs> upset about this. I think this has to happen. I was like, I was kind of upset either way because I was like, well, shit. I also was going to take McIntyre, and now I'm kind of. It was between the two. Yes, I thought about that. I was like, oh, Brittany could have had it. I was a little bit pissed off. She could have had it. Fucking a man. Fucking a. (laughs) But again, he fucking hit that goddamn claymore kick and fucking knocked Roman out of the ring. (laughs) A good one. I say that that was a that was a really great match, especially the later half of it. I think if the Brock thing went a little Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I think what would have made it perfect is if you just shortened the Brock thing. Yes. I think uh, otherwise it was nope. wonderful. It was you got to it was entertaining. Fifteen people. Because that's when Ricochet comes out and kind of Ricochet and Drew eliminated them. Mm-hmm. So he he eliminated people. No. But you know, even mm. even with the Brock thing going a little too long, that's really my only complaint because I, well, and I know I bitched and I still would rather have not have known as many entrants going into it because I think we talked about it last week they knew, we knew like 25 yeah. of the 30. Like that's the whole point of the Rumble is to be surprised by who's in it. I mean, I guess you you kind of generally know who's in it, but you know, Seamus could have showed up. Yeah. But he didn't. Um, you could have had Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins in there. Well, I know, but you could you could have, but I mean, you didn't know where they were gonna budge over all Like you didn't know if they were gonna put guys like that in it. Mm. You wouldn't have known if they were gonna put guys in it or put guys in it like. Matt Riddle and Keith Lee, which I'm glad they did. I'm, I'm glad they put yeah. who they put in it, but I missed the surprise of Elevate. just yes, of more than five people. Surprise. Granted, Edge made it worth it. That's what, I feel like they were really banking on that surprise being Not like Edge. the yeah, it's like back in 20, was it 2016 with AJ. Oh, when he debuted? Yeah. And everyone was like, what? Roman was in the ring. He was the only one in the ring. And he, like, squinted his eyes like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, you know, honestly, I squinted my eyes. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know who the fuck that guy is now. Do I? No. Oh, if only I knew in a biblical sense. <laughs> I mean, for the biblical sense. Lazy. Lazy. All over the place. Just putting my sleeves on all of it. Rub my sleeves on it. Rub. Just squat. 
in Brinson's sleeve. <laughs> I don't know how it feels. <laughs> I know, yes. It's very awkward Oompa Loompa kind of pose with the arms out what we squatting. Were talking about earlier, which I don't know with the dick pouch in it. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Nothing more. Dingle dangles. Dingle dangles. It looks weirder in abs. I'm not sure about in person, but it looks weird in abs. <laughs> so, moving on. So, that was the Royal Rumble Fanatics. I was oh. like, they need something like that for boobs, but it's called a bra. <laughs> a group. <laughs> but that was the Royal Rumble. I have to say, all in all, pretty fucking good pay per view. Yeah. I walked away completely satisfied. A couple little hiccups here and there, but to be honest, Dare I say we're being nitpicky. Yeah. Um, also, the idea that the women's rumble winner may be choosing the NXT women's champion. Um, very exciting prospect. Right. Um, and also Drew McIntyre. I mean, so on Raw, he comes out and he gets a you deserve it chant. Oh, this is great. I thought he was going to cry at he one point. He almost did cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was very sweet. He dedicated it to his wife. Oh, God. Love it. I love it. I also loved the pictures when he got married, because I think she... Was Seamus in the wedding party, I think? Anyway, there's a bunch of guys. Uh, a bunch of dudes. They were all in kilts. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back on Drew's Instagram, I think the pictures are on there. All the the groomsmen kilts, and I hope they did it very traditionally, with no draws. <laughs> no draws. Yeah, I feel like Seamus would have been like, "Give me an extra long kilt, <laughs> or you gonna see my ding ding." It's just too big. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> In my imagination, it's <laughs> it's like the long dress one. <laughs> Whoa, Nessie. Whoa. So, wrestling this week. <laughs> just, we're not going to go through everything. We're just going to hit what we liked and what we didn't like. Um, so, first off, uh, Drew Max just straight up destroying the OC. <laughs> yeah. And getting laid out by Brock Lesnar by an F5. That sucked. I don't hate it, but I do have to say that I feel really bad for the OC. <laughs> oh, God. Well, come on, like, the light can't always shine on them. It has never shined on them. It shined on them, <laughs> like, a half of a time. Like, I mean, it shined on... It shine, like, sh- a half of a time. It shined on AJ before the OC <laughs> together. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, they were take off, like, one time. So... Uh, yeah, just real quick, just gonna mention it. Um, so Rey Mysterio does fight MVP. He ends up winning, but MVP has said that this that'll be the last time you see him in WWE. Oh, so apparently he's out unless he's lying. Unless um, he's lying. I, mean, but, <laughs> I don't trust you anymore. You know what? <laughs> if I were him, my last match was against somebody like Rey Mysterio. Like I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I Kenneth Johnson? Who's that? Was this a jobber? jobber. Okay, yeah. Alistair Black, if you can. Not the, not the last jobber. We'll see him wrong. <laughs> True. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship math. Math. The match. Was good. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, good. there was a point where Kayla and Samoa Jew. Jew. <laughs> 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 I'm going to <miss> you. <laughs> I can't. 
Please. <laughs> Somebody send me a picture of Samojo wearing Yamaka. That's all I want. Samojo. Oh my god. Samojo. <laughs> Say it again. I don't want to. <laughs> Do I want a little less Jew or Samojo? Ah. ah. So they were trying to do suicide dives on opposite sides of the ring. Oh god. And K.O. hits his. And Joe technically hits his, but he also hits his head real hard. Oh yeah. And he has to leave the match like the refs. You don't see him, and then you kind of see the refs take him back. Um, Apparently he is very concussed. Um, and the commentators were like, what happens if Owens wins? Does he? And I'm like, well, then he and Joe win, and he and Joe were tagged in shape. It's like, that's how that works. What happens? Like, what? Well, you know. What has ever happened? They get happened? the belts, I guess. <laughs> Considering yeah. that's the oh, rules. That works. Then there's the rules, man. So I think that's how <laughs> yeah. the rules. Yeah. Then's the rules. He won. He gets the belts. But you actually uh-huh. see, like, he lands uh-huh. straight on his uh-huh. But from what I've read, again, there's been no official reporting, but rumors right now is that no one knows when he's going to return because concussions are so weird. Right. Yeah, like, he could return in a week or two, and he could be out for, like, six months. He, yeah, he, he could have a... You never know. Concuss. Yeah. And he I'm could like, have a... You just had him back. <laughs> I And it was... Exciting. It was such a good match, though. And then even after Joe leaves, which is very sad, but, like, K.O. fucking carried that match. Right? He, yeah. Like, there were a lot of moments in there where you're like, so I think he actually might fucking win. Like, yeah. I was... Yeah, I was holding out hope till the very end. He went into a roll-up. I know, well, he hit that stunner. He hit that stunner on Seth, and I was like, ha! Ah! Oh, okay, never mind. Um, United States Championship match. But Korea won by DQ. And there is a bit of news I forgot. No, Korea lost via DQ. Oh. Oh, wait, no, no, no. No, no, you're right. He won by disqualification, so he doesn't get the belt. But afterwards, he attacks um, Andrade with a hammerlock DDT on the uh, exposed... Yeah, he moved one of the mats. Andrade tested positive for something. They haven't released what yet. He's been suspended for 30 days. Per the will of this policy. But they didn't strip him of the United States Championship. This is how they were about to well, they haven't released yet. What do you? Uh, I can't for some reason. I think we'll be merge one. Is <laughs> I don't uh, know why, but it's uh, like... yeah. uh, there's no telling. Um, speaking of Andrade, Charlotte defeated Oscar by DQ. All these DQs around the the power couple. Oh, DQs. Um, but but she won by DQ because Kyrie Sane dropped an insane elbow on her. Which was, again, a really good match, and mm-hmm. Charlotte bridged up into the figure eight, and Kyrie just fucking over dropped her, and I was yeah. like, to me, like, that kind of shit breathes me so much. I know they're professionals, but I'm like, it's still dangerous. Like, yeah, just yeah. because they're professionals doesn't mean it's not dangerous. It's like stunt people. Just because you're a professional stuntman doesn't mean that you can't fucking really hurt yourself. so much. <laughs> Um, 24-7 championship match. Uh, oh, Mojo Raleigh beat Noe Jose, and Lynn Morgan defeated Lana. I kind of wanted Mojo or uh, Noe Jose to beat Mojo. Oh, right. I don't know why. It's, just, it's Noe Jose. Why would you not want him to win? I am so done with this whole Lana, Liv Morgan, Bobby Lashley shit, and it's not... Well, I think that's Liv Morgan because, like, 
I think she's good. I, I think, think I think she is good, and she's much mm-hmm. more talented than Lana, regardless. And that's not hard. I'm sorry, but it's not hard to be more talented than Lana. I honestly think I can get in the ring and probably put on a better show than she could, and I can't do shit. Yeah, no. at least I can talk. I love <laughs> in an, a she solid can. accent. And figure yeah, the she can't even do solid accent. Like she's figure out if you're gonna be Russian or not. But if you're not Russian, that's great. But let's not go back and forth or have this weird like I'm trying not to be country, but maybe I'm American now or whatever the fuck she's trying. <laughs> to yeah, do. she's like from Connecticut. I, I guess she lives in Nashville right now, but she's from fucking Connecticut. And I'm sorry. She's not from Russia. She's it's not from Russia. I don't. I just don't like the whole thing, and I feel bad because Liv Morgan should have come back with something much better than. Yeah, but can I say how much I love Lana's ring gear for the Rumble and for Raw? That Captain Marvel theme. No, I think it's I great. Think it's she's gorgeous. Beautiful, but it was beautiful. I don't think a hue should come out in Captain Marvel year. No. I agree. That's kind of... But it was very pretty. No, yeah, that's actually. Uh, that, that's gorgeous. all I want to say. No, it, was the, it was very pretty, and I fucking love Liv Morgan's ring gear. That black straps around her. I dug her ring oh. gear and I dig all that and I even dig her look and I feel like if, even if you're just going to make small changes to her look, I think that's fine, but you don't need to bring her back and put her in such a shit storyline. You story know what line. she could have Even easier. So, it's not going to be good, but you can still do your Bobby Lashley, Lana, Russo thing. You're going to have Liv Morgan come back as a lesbian. Why would you have her come back and bring up Fire and Desire? I don't know. I mean, because you... Yeah. It's more believable. Yes. But also... <laughs> from what I've understood, I mean, from what I've read, Sonya Deville has pitched this before. Yeah. The that was a whole... who was an actual lesbian has pitched this storyline before. And they were going to do it, like, a year ago. I think, go like, leading up to Mania or something. Yeah. And, uh, because they, they touched on it on Total Bellas, too. They were following that whole thing. And... The whole thing got scrapped. Which is so, a like, bummer. why wouldn't you just have, like, you could even do the same thing, and she's working with better wrestlers, so the matches will be better. Right. Yeah. Huh. You still have you Otis really in there. No, her from no, there. No, no, no. making this really convoluted story that makes no goddamn sense. No, it's Stuck her in there no. with something that would make more sense. Right. Who <laughs> needs um, sense when you have that? Uh, so, Eric Rowan defeated some jobber. And then, so we get to the, the finale. But yes. Finale, which... Dare I say everyone might have been in tears. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was trying not to cry at work when I was watching it earlier today. Yeah, it was so. it was it was a lot. It was a lot. So Edge comes out and my god, he gets out there and he can't talk for like I feel like five minutes because everyone's just chanting like, it's, "Oh yeah, yes, welcome, you still got it, welcome back, welcome home." Like, yeah, the welcome home chant was the one that got me. I was like, "Oh," because he was yeah. like, "I had to come home," and I was like, "Welcome right. home, <laughs> yeah." Uh, mm. <laughs> but uh, he comes out there and basically like his whole gist is like you know back and he's like everyone's asking how long he's like I don't know yeah he's like I don't know how long it's gonna last he's like I might not be here for a long time but I'll be here for a good time there you go hey. but it was so emotional emotional and heartfelt mm-hmm. and I was just like <laughs> and then Randy comes out and it gets even more emotional. Right, and I didn't think it was. It was very, I was like, oh, He's man. like, dude, you know, when I've been in the lowest parts of my life, yeah. you were the guy that came and got me out, and like, she gets all teary eyed, and I'm like, you forgot such a bad actor. Oh. Because you're still right. Yeah, I'm, I, was in t- I was tearing up. It was hard not to. Um, but, uh, 
So then, so then you get what everybody was hoping was was wishing would happen, but you knew it you wasn't. Yeah, I mean, you, it's like Raiders Dark Yeah, giving the. Put the team back. Put the, get the band back like, together. Yeah. yeah. Brothers, I'm putting the band back together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um. So, you know, Edge agrees, and then hits Edge. Uh, R- uh, shit. Then Randy hits Edge with an RKO. And then he basically kind of skulks around for quite a bit. Like, and I feel like this is a really good testament to. What they have been through as a tag team, as just co-workers, but, like, him actually, like, struggling with whether or not he wanted to do this, which is not something you see very often from Randy. Right. So it kind of plays in the fact that Edge does mean a great deal to him, but right. he is Randy Orton, so I'm gonna yeah. murder you. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gotta hurt you. But he plays around with the idea of, like, you know, he's got chairs, and he's got one chair under his head, he's like, show you this fuck, I'm like, whack him, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, and then he's like, puts his head in the chair, and he's like, should I do that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what I should do. And he kind of, like, sits down for a minute, and he's like, uh, should I do this? Should I not do this? Like, he goes through, like... It runs the game <laughs> out of emotion. Right? <laughs> he's like, ah. No. He ends up fucking hitting with a... He will, then. Con chair, too. Yeah. But, uh... I... Yeah. I know it's wrestling, but at the same time, it's the same way I felt with Daniel Bryan when Daniel Bryan came back and started taking comps. They're like, no, no, I know. no. <laughs> like, you're going to kill him. You're precious. We yeah. just got you back. Yes. <laughs> I need you guys to come. <laughs> Can you come out here in a bubble, a hamster bubble, and just chase it's somebody insane. around? <laughs> yeah. Can we wrap you in bubble wrap? At least the tender parts. You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to say, though, for a couple of weeks now, I feel like the main event has been the Bobby Lashley Lana Russo thing. Yeah. Thing. So thank God for this. This was a fucking home run. Yeah. I'm not saying that this episode of Raw was perfect because it's far from it. But, but it, it was, was a better, good goddamn episode. I would say it's much better. Well, and the, any Raw I've watched in very long. In the end, the fun, the last match of the or not last match, but the last match slash promo or what last segment of the night is the best. Yeah. Like, actually... That they've had in a long time. What teach you guys? Like, oh, God. You ha- you felt so many things. You were you were happy, and then you were, like, emotional, like, happy, but, like, touched. And then you were sad, and then you were angry. They did it well. I say they did it well, and I mean specifically Randy you and Edge. Were, yeah, right. They did it well. They, they pulled us you off. Well. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Um. So uh, NXT and AEW this week. Um, just how it's NXT. Finn Balor uh, beats Trent Seven. Mm-hmm. Shotzi Blackheart defeats Diana Perazzo. <laughs> no, there you go. <laughs> I heard. Uh, I heard Brian on. Uh, uh, Jim Cornette's podcast butcher her name the other day, and I was like, "Whoa, Like it was so bad that after he said it, it took me like ten seconds to figure out who he was talking about, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's yeah. talking about Diana Perazzo." What did he say, Perazzo? Well, he yeah, he Diana was like Diana Perazzo, Diana Perazzo, Perazzo. 
Um, Perez. So Keith Lee comes out to celebrate his North American Championship victory. Damian Priest and Dominic Dajakovic both come out to stake their claim for the belt. This is on uh, Fox or Fox or whatever we decided to call it. Um, they so those two got into it, Damian and Dominic. So they had a match. Dominic won. Uh, pinned Damian like, Priest after hitting the feast for or feast your eyes. Dominic deserves it. Like I mean, Keith Lee, they're right they had, became best friends. And they had some like, amazing matches too. You're gonna get a better storyline out of that than you will with Damian Priest. I like me some Dijakovic. I'm like, oh, now my. here might be my one thing, and I don't know if I'd have Dominic Dijakovic lose. I just maybe would have him be involved. You could use Damian Priest as a filler feud until you got to Mania season. Because Magic Movie versus Keith Lee has a better story for, like, you know, three years. Yeah. But, I mean, they could still, like, carry it out. Maybe they'll have a trilogy. We're going to Dachikovic, something about his face, the way he looks, reminds me of something about, or kind of reminds me of Ken Shamrock. I don't know what it is. Oh, but it's no wonder I like him. He's like six, seven. Jesus Christ. You have a thing for Tallman. I do. What Tallman. is that? Tallman. 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 It's a you Jewish my, fellow named Dalman. Samoa Jew. Samoa Jew. Samoa Tallman. You know, the Jew. <laughs> my kindergarten's teacher's last name was Tillman. <laughs> ah. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> There's that. Do you? No? Okay. I didn't. <laughs> I was in kindergarten. kindergarten. <laughs> I was a child. We didn't actually know what you was at that point. <laughs> Um, at that point, I was like, wow, just people. It's the people's weed. <laughs> so, and then there was a bit between Tommaso Ciampa and Adam Cole over Goldie. Um, basically saying that he's going to bring Goldie back home to take over Portland. Um, I think he might. Oh, I hope he does. Well, you know, because Roddy just lost his belt. And so, so if Adam Cole Adam loses his, and then, and then Fish and O'Reilly lose the... What if instead... They're just getting... Fish and O'Reilly turn on those two. You guys lost your notes. I'd be okay with that. Alright, yeah. Then retain. Book it. Book it. Um, so the former friends, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, had a match. Tegan defeats Dakota Kai with the shiniest wizard... Um, Kaden Carter defeated Chelsea Green. So then we have the the final the championship match of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. The Broserweights Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne defeat the Grizzled Young Veterans. And super excited for them. Um, which leads us into. AEW Dynamite this week. Um, uh, you think, well, we could fill in this up though, real quick, before we get over to AEW. Oh, yeah. Whereas everybody's too filled off of Christian O'Reilly. Mm hmm. Chopper takes. It plays too well. It plays too well for me to go against it. And then you would need Gargano to take for the next championship. But. 
Um, or the no, the North American Championship. Because Roddy was he had it at one he point. Ready. Yeah. I'm. I'm keep Oh, not Roddy. Damn it. Uh, Gargano. Did it go? Uh, Cole, Champa, Velveteen. I think. Then Roddy. I don't remember the exact order. Champa had it, or not Champa. Gargano had it at one point. Yeah. Because that was his first belt in AEW. Uh huh. No, in NXT. Or God damn it. But yeah, we could see some interesting uh like belt changing hands. I'd like Keith to have not necessarily the long reign because I want to move up. Like I want to yeah. he's gotta get the big belt, right? Like Yeah. But a, a decent reign. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so getting into AEW, um, yeah, Moxley comes out wearing an eye patch, um, cutting the promo in the ring, says that Chris Jericho is a great wrestler, but he's a terrible person. Um, that he's a bully, and he, he promises to take the AEW World Championship off of Jericho at Revolution at the end of next month, which is February 29th, I think it's on the late day. Um, he added... He doesn't have to wait till then. He could just have the match tonight. Jericho comes out. <laughs> says something about Moxley's mom. He was like, I don't know your mom did. <laughs> but he's like, she's looking looking extra good. I might, might call her later. <laughs> and this, this girl in the audience with her mouth just open like, oh, I cannot believe he said that. <laughs> it, I thought it was hilarious. Um, I yeah. But he's trying to teach Jericho to like hit sling, but he's still like ten years behind, so he's like, Your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, Ooh, that's that okay, like, no, so no. They kinda of teased having a match and then Jericho was like, Oh wait, these guys and he brings out the inner circle. He's like Moxie's like, Cool, I'll take all five of you on, five on one. Yeah, I like my odds, I don't care. And then he's like, Oh yeah, that's right, Santana and Ortiz brought some street thugs and so five more dudes come out. Uh, just five random people Ringo. come out, and then he's like, oh yeah, it's ten on one. And Moxley's <laughs> like, I don't know if you remember, we're in Ohio, and he does the OHIO chant with the crowd, all the, the whole fucking arena, and he was like, yeah, so it's the ten of you against me, and all these fucking people, and I was like, yeah, you realize you're still gonna be in the ring by yourself. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna jump in. No one <laughs> okay. is gonna yeah. get through security. This, you know, this yeah. guy down here holding this uh, Darby Allen sign. <laughs> With a poorly drawn skateboard on it is not going to come in and save your ass. <laughs> and I'm not sure how many poorly <laughs> drawn skateboards. It, it was, yeah. You can barely draw a skateboard. You can barely and paste it on it. <laughs> Nobody asked you to draw it. Um. Anyway, so there's a fight. It got broken up. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, MJF and Warlow. Um. Met with Bunny Butcher and Blade in the back of a butcher shop because gimmicky. Um, MJF handed the bunny a fat envelope with the words Young Bucks written on it. <laughs> Young Bucks defeated Butcher and the Blade. Uh, now the Rose defeated Big Swole. <clears throat> this is the most ridiculous name, especially when you're fighting someone against. Oh, it's fighting Swole. against someone the size of Nala Rose. And your name is Big Swole, and you look like the size of Sammy fucking Guevara. With about six swole. inches less. Also, I am partial just because, so, 
we have a Nintendo Switch, and we have Pokemon Sword, uh-huh. and there's a little squirrel Pokemon that carried me, that didn't say carried me through most of my Pokemon saga, actually all the way through, and I named him Big Swole. Big Swole. <laughs> and everyone else got mad at me, because he's basically the new Pokemon game, it's like, new Pokemon, it's very rarely you find a Pokemon you actually know. And you named it Big Soul. <laughs> I found Swole Pokemon like, immediately, and I was like, you need mine, and I will name you Big Soul. <laughs> He come at me because he's like, that's a rat tat. And I was like, shut up. My rat tat. Big Swole right now. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, so Nyla Rose ended up defeating Big Swole. So Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson at ringside def- had a match against Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford at ringside. Really funny little spot in this match was that uh, anytime Penelope and Kip-, and Kip got close to each other, they were kissing. So something happens outside the ring, and you know when they're coming down the ramp, like if you're the one coming down the ramp, that first left corner, like when you get close to the ring, that corner that you can go around to get up the steps. To yeah. Get the ring. So at that corner, Kip is on one side of his back to the stage. Penelope is on the other side of that corner. They go to kiss each other, and as they're leaning in, out of fucking nowhere rises up Joey Janela. Joey <laughs> Janela, who used to date Penelope Ford, so he comes Jesus. up. Their lips both landed on his cheeks. Realize they were, you know, and they had the whole comp, like, TV show, like, movie moment where they're like this, and then they look and they realize who it is, and they stay there for, like, two seconds, and then they back up. Kip Sabian goes to punch Joey Janela. Misses, because Joey Janela, like, jumps back, but at the same time, and then they were, it's like this finger comes up, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> and you see, like, in the background of the camera. <laughs> It was funny. I watched it like three times. I kept like rewinding it and watching it again. It was my favorite thing. Uh, but Cody Rhodes beats Kip Sabian. Tony Schiavone just interviewed Britt Baker, and I wish he would fucking quit doing that because she's awful on the she's mic. She's not good. I know. She's just trying to do something to talk again. I don't know. She was. The sad part is she's a really great wrestler. She I know. So she just shut the fuck up. Somebody get her a Jim Ross, please. I mean Jim Ross. Uh, Paul Heyman. Get her Jim Ross. <laughs> no, well, I, I was looking at Jim Ross on here because she was get mad at him. Ross. Nobody needs another. Because Jim Ross cut her off when she was on their the Jericho cruise when she was cutting that promo. She needs something that definitely needs a belly. She does. She needs something. Anyway, she ended up diagnosing uh, Tony Schiavone with gingivitis. But her whole thing. <laughs> what the fuck? She's a dentist. I'm okay with her being a dentist. I'm okay with her like trying to do that. It's just that she like when she cuts a promo, she seems. Uninterested? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's just her tone of voice. And yeah. Not fault, but like just the way she speaks. Which makes me feel better for Adam Cole because then she maybe she just seems under interested in everything. Oh. Oh. Um, also, the last thing she said was something about being a baker you can finally trust. And I think she meant a dentist. I don't think she meant something to say. I don't know if there's a baker. I don't know there. I don't know there are bakers that I don't. I haven't. I don't, yeah, I don't know like bakers. What? Uh, yeah, so I think she, I feel like she fucked that up. But anyway, the backstage Young Bucks were talking about the Dark Order, how they'd like to eventually work their way back to the Tag Team Championship. Drunk Adam Page shows up. I think he's just an alcoholic Well, and then there was an, a match later. Okay, so SCU had a match against Hybrid 2. Hybrid 2, those guys are just, they're fucking, there's like 2005. I don't know what the hell. Um... Dark Order appeared on the Titantron after the match and with Christopher Daniels. They're targeting him and his friends and family. Pop cut a promo. Told Jamoxley if there's anything left of him after the Inner Circle gets done with him, he might just pluck out his other eye. 
um, told Kenny Omega he's coming for him next week. So then there was a match with Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz against Private Party and Darby Allen. That was the last match of the show. Jericho ended up pinning Isaiah Cassidy after hitting the Judas effect. Um, afterwards, the heels, because Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz also had Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager at ringside. Um, they ended up beating down their opponents. Guevara hit Darby in the ribs and throat with his own skateboard. Moxley ran out with a baseball bat, drove off his inner circle. Um, what's the other... Yeah, uh, and at one point, um, Bucks, oh shit, where was it? Anyway, there was a spot with the Bucks and, like, Kenny Omega was out there and, like, Adam Page came out and his, you know, one of his flowery shirts and and his jeans and stuff comes out there with, like, a a half-empty cup or a half-full cup of beer and gets up on the apron, gets steps in the ring, has somebody hold his beer and, like, he, well, he's on the apron, actually, and he flips forward, and as soon as he flips forward, he just fucking clotheslines somebody, and then takes the beer and chugs it, throws the cup down, and just goes, gets out of the <laughs> ring and goes back up the ramp. Oh, yeah. what the fuck? It was great. But anyway, that was, uh, the week in wrestling. Post Rumble, so. And, of course, as you know, SmackDown is happening right now, so we have nothing to discuss about that. Man, I hate it. John Cena ruined our mojo. They were like, we're getting too many things right. We have to support them sometime. We'll make a deal with Fox. A deal with Fox, you say. A deal with Fox, you say. You say? Well, to be fair. I think that's it for us, isn't it? I believe so. Well, I don't have big news. As always. Bird. The next, as always, please feel free. Please feel free to follow us on all of our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search at three fans in a pod all over case all one word. You will see the big gold belt. It will pop up. Click it, like it, follow it, love it. And, as always, the most important places you can find us are the places where you hear these wonderful rambling wrestling ravings that we have. And, and that would be on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, SoundCloud, and I can yeah. again, which at 3 fans of pub. Well, in case I won't work, the gold belt will pop up with the microphone side plates. Please like our tracks. Give us an upvote. Give us some anything. We get something our own color on it and be like, hey, at this point in this time, you got that wrong. We'll probably come back with some harsh criticism. But like <laughs> the sleazy one fucked this up. She knows. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. We drink while we do this. Not everything's accurate. <laughs> also, my memory is shit, so shut up. Been drinking for years. <laughs> been drinking for years now. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or topics you'd like to hear us discuss, you can always email us at threefansinapot at gmail.com. Again, all over case, all one word. We'll get back to you. Fight me. 
<laughs> Fight me, motherfucker. That's the only way you would engage. Like, just come out and pray. Like, maybe we'll be friends afterwards. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll stop listening to the podcast and fucking cut me into listening to one and then you fight me. Then that's a win in my book. And if you really like what you're hearing, but, not, not the way you pitch this. Really I'll fucking fight you. Fight me. But also give us money. If you'd really like to fight you, but you know, either way. You can visit our Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash or case all one word. We have different reward tiers. You get one reward tier and you get your own gimmick brought to you by us. All you have to provide is a little bit of a blurb about you and what you like. My god. We will give you a, we will give you a wrestling gimmick. We're pretty good at it. By god, we're pretty good at it. Baggin. But besides that, next we done this week. We out. Stay clashy. Don't forget who you bitches are. We out. We yeah. out.